Good morning, good morning, good morning, my friends. More than just a grandpa. Season 3, episode 9. And today's topic is mornings should be easier, not earlier. But by glorifying the early morning superhero, we're ignoring a critical detail about productivity. So, good morning. This is more than just a grandpa season three episode nine and this article was written by nick wake now he's a psychologist and uh entrepreneur at uh for forge medium and your host samuel montabo aka grandpa sam once again right here and this should be like a five minute read and uh but it seems like everybody talking about why you should get up insanely early every morning to become more productive. We're inspired by stories of entrepreneurs building the next best thing at 4.30 a.m. and artists toiling away at their passion products long before the drudgery of the day job begins. But the glorification of the early morning superhero ignores one crucial detail about the nature of true productivity. It's not the amount of time you have that matters, how you spend the time you have. Would you rather have three hours of semi-distracted, disorganized, mediocre quality work or one hour of consistent, focused effort? The second option is always better than the long one. As a psychologist who works with many highly performing individuals, learn that meaningful work doesn't happen on its own. It doesn't matter how early you wake up, if you're sleep-deprived, you're disorganized, you're irritable, you're not going to perform at your best. Of course you're not. So to make the most of our mornings, we need to make them easier, not earlier. And the secret to making them easier lies in creating good routines, and establishing systems that clear distractions, prepare our minds, and reinforce habits. Here are some six simple routines I use to smooth out my mornings and make it easy to do my best work. First, prep for your morning the evening before. Having to navigate a series of choices first thing in the morning can lead to decision fatigue, (laughs) especially when you wake up, and kill your momentum before you even get on your laptop or computer. Or get out of your easel or, your, or whatever you need to get out of your toolkit. The solution is simple. Radically reduce your morning mental load by prepping the night before or the evening before. For example, before you go to bed, you can, what, decide on and lay out your clothes for the following day. Two, you can make your breakfast and lunch and have them ready in the refrigerator just to grab and go. And three, you can gather all your supplies and equipment you need. You can do all this. Just prep for the next day. Thing, second thing you should do is get a good night's sleep. Sure, most people can function okay on a poor night of sleep, but it's extremely hard to do cognitively demanding and creative work when we're sleep deprived. Here are some suggestions for improving your sleep. Number one, be consistent as much as possible. Try to go to bed and wake around at the same time each day, even on the weekends. Your sleep system thrives on routine and dislikes spontaneity. 
don't get into bed unless you're actually sleepy. Getting into bed before you're truly sleepy is a great way to start worrying. The worry leads to anxiety, which leads to difficulty falling asleep. Listen to your body and don't try to force yourself to sleep. Establish and maintain a sleep runway. Relaxation is the door to sleep, and you're going to constantly struggle to fall asleep if you don't make relaxation before bed a priority. So you got to relax. Take it easy before you go to bed. The final hour before bed should be a mellow time. You shouldn't be working or any goal-oriented activities. That's your final hour before bed. Don't try too hard to hack your sleep routines. It's good to be thoughtful about sleep. Too much tinkering with your sleep routine can quickly lead to sleep effort and not being able to sleep well. Pick a routine that works and stick with it. Create a pre-work actual ritual. Each morning when I get to my desk, the first thing I do is open Spotify. There's a particular song I listen to every day before I start writing. It's upbeat and somewhat energizing. But what makes this ritual so effective that it's always the same song, serving as a cue to my brain and entering work mode. Play the same song over and over. The ritual might take be taking three deep breaths or focusing on a set of images, whatever matters, make it consistent. What matters is that it's always consistent. So cue your brain first thing. Focus on working deeply. Deep work is a term author Kyle Newport used to describe the kind of work that ruthlessly prioritizes quality over quantity. To produce at your peak level in rates, you need to work for extended periods with full concentration on a single task, free from distraction. Like I said before, one hour of focused, highly qualified work more than most people complete all day. To achieve deep work in the morning, try these tips. Know the day before exactly what you'll be working on during your deep work hour. I created a little end of day ritual called the 455 drill, right before five o'clock to help me do that. A few minutes before leaving work at the end of the day, I'll take an index card and jot down three things I want to accomplish the next day and then I leave it on my desk. That's the 455 drill. Put your phone somewhere out of sight and earshot while you're doing deep work. Even the littlest distractions can throw you out of focus work and make it hard to get back on track. Built up to working for an hour straight. When I first started prioritizing deep work, I worked for 20 minutes. Took a trip break and then returned. After a week, I bucked it up to 30 with one break. 45 minutes. Eventually, I got to a point where I was able to work straight through my deep work hour without any breaks or distractions. This uninterrupted flow has been invaluable. Use the Seinfeld strategy to track your work. It's been decades since management coined the idea that what gets measured gets done. But the basic principle is just about valuable now. When we keep track of our goals and progress, we are naturally motivated to continue and to improve. 
to measure my own progress every morning, I use the Seinfeld strategy. It's a secret to producing so much popular content. It's incredibly simple. The Seinfeld strategy, number one. Buy yourself a plain monthly wall calendar. At the top of the calendar, note the tasks or actions you're tracking. For me, it's usually right for one hour. After you complete your text, put a big X and some kind of mark through that day. Try to go as many days as possible without breaking the streak. If you miss a day, know how many days there were in your streak. Set that. Plus one more. as your next goal. See how you're going to be increasing it every time, every time, every time. Don't rush it. There's something extremely motivating and imagining about how ugly it's going to look if all but one day is filled in. I had many days when I was on the verge of blowing up my writing habit, but the signful calendar kept me on track. As a bonus, once you've done this for several months, look back over your track work. It can motivate you to keep going. And reward yourself for having a productive morning. If you're cons- consistently having trouble getting work done in the morning, it's likely because other behaviors of routine are more rewarding and therefore more strongly reinforced. So to combat this, start building a rewarding post-work routine. The magnitude of the reward isn't nearly as important as the ritual. After I work predictably in the morning, I spend a minute or two looking out the window at the mountains. It's a most pleasure, but it's most more importantly, it's a routine and it signifies my completed work. It's a little psychological pat on the back to help cement the habit and ensure that I'll do it all again tomorrow. So, my friends, I hope you enjoyed this uh, little article on how to be more productive in the morning and enjoy yourself. And this is Grandpa Sam coming to you. Make sure that you listen to my podcasts and go to the listener support section donate 99 cents a month <laughs> or a dollar a month go ahead and sign up on my webcast on my podcast you can go visit my website at www.grandpasamblogs.com and you visit my youtube channel samuel grandpa sam montavo and remember my friends that we love you this has been the more than just grandpa season three episode nine and remember live long and prosper and we love you thank you guys bye bye